Welcome to the Calm Nights, Strong Days podcast. With over 30 years in the health and wellness industry, I've realized there's no one-size-fits-all solution for sleep and stress resilience. What affects one person's sleep and ability to handle stress is different for each of us. The stage of life you're in, work and home stressors, your DNA, genetics, upbringing, social life, and more all affect how your body handles stress and your quality of life. Join me as we explore a variety of tools, strategies, and solutions I've employed with clients over the years in solo episodes, as well as insightful interviews and experts. Together, we'll unravel more pieces of the puzzle, empowering you on your journey to calm nights and strong days. So let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to episode 29 of the Burnout Expert podcast. Today, we're going to be diving into stress and how it is the hidden culprit behind gut troubles. Now, I have worked with uh, so many individuals where gut issues have reared their head, different degrees for different people. Um, One of the, uh, I don't want to say the word worst, but it honestly was the worst case of IBS um, I'd experienced or one of my clients. Uh, was where they were running to a bathroom over 20 times a day. They had them mapped out. There were times where they could not leave the bathroom and had to take days off work. And they were actually, they had gone to doctors and specialists, gastroenterologists. They were actually in a study when I had first met them for their gut. And it was, through working, like this study wasn't giving them any relief in their gut and the depression and everything that they were going through was astronomical that it just shows how much stress, well, this, you, you don't know how this shows it showed us how deep stress can be impacted because once we started working on getting some of the stress off of this individual. This individual had traumas. Uh, They were a first responder. And the traumas that they had dealt with weren't solely from the job either. And they started to realize how much of a link of the stress of these traumas that was causing them on top of the daily stress that once they started getting some relief in their gut, they realized when one of these stressors would would rear its head, how much their gut reared its head. And there's a reason why. Now, before I dive into that too, I do want to, many of you listening, most likely are not experiencing gut issues to this degree. So that's good. So hopefully you can catch it in the earlier stages. If you have bloating, a little bit of indigestion, You may have some heartburn. You may have some constipation or some diarrhea. There just might be a few days where you just might not go. There's other times too, where you're like, "Meh, I get diarrhea off and on. It might like, you know, my bowels are just loose or after you eat something greasy, you know that like certain foods you may avoid because of the payback may also be that like raw veggies don't break down like they used to or meat. Somebody who used to be able to enjoy 
nice piece of juicy steak. And now it just sits in their gut. It just feels hard. They can't eat the same amount anymore and enjoy that barbecue like they used to. So it's a combination of everything. I mean, gas can be funny. And, but the thing is, is there's certain situations where you don't want your gas to be clearing a room and it can be quite embarrassing. Um, I do know of others as well that have brought like extra changes of clothes to work because they weren't sure if they were going to make it through the day, through their shift. So it can go into all these different extremes. So even just mild bloating, mild bloating, or a little bit of gas, like I have my one son, he, he eats dairy sometimes, not often. He does love cheese. And though when he does, excuse me, when he does, he gets some gas and he plugs our toilet, which are signs that it is irritating his gut. It is not good for his gut. Um, and that doesn't happen to everybody. There's other people that can thoroughly enjoy cheese. Don't get any bloating, indigestion, none of that stuff. So these are just cues for us to really be cognizant of, for us to really understand, to know that these are signs that our gut is being affected by stress. Now, how is this so? So let's just figure out the, the stress system a little bit. So our stress system is between your mind. It perceives a stress. As we've talked about, it could be anything, financial stressors. It could be as well, the stress of a spicy food. It could be this or dairy, as I said, with my son, it could be stress of rushing to get somewhere. Um, rushing to eat could also just be enough of a stress for your gut. And any of these stressors, your body doesn't know the difference between those and a major, major stressor. And it doesn't realize when you're stressed. The last episode, a two episodes that I just did, I talked about your healing and inflammation system. Well, when you're in that stress state, you're, you're in this stressed healing state. Same thing with your digestion. When you're in a stressed state, your nervous system switches everything in your body into what it needs to fight that fight which means it doesn't need to sit and have a meal. It doesn't need to stop and have a poo. So it starts to slow down your colon. It starts to slow down your digestion. You don't get the, the acids that are coming into your stomach as much anymore. They slow down. Your digestive enzymes um, slow down. And it just starts getting to be where your gut slows down its digestion. And if you're in this stress state, which as we have spoke of in past episodes, when you're in this stress state all the time, where you're constantly kicking into this stress nerve, that means that your digestive system is constantly kicking in. So when you're sitting down at the table to have your meal, even if it is a nice, relaxed meal with somebody, if you're constantly thinking about work, you're constantly thinking about uh, stressors of parents sick or something that's bothering you or really anything while you're eating that that's stressful. It's going to slow down your gut even more. If you're eating really fast, you're eating on the go on the run, your body doesn't know that you are in a relaxed state or that you're actually wanting to digest and eat. And it doesn't get all of the proper things happening in your, in your gut in order to break down the food. And so what starts happening is 
we have this bacteria in our gut and it's there for a reason. We have some of it is in our large intestine. We have different in our small and some different bacteria as well in our gut. We also have stomach acids to break down the food. Now, the stomach acids actually help to keep some of this, um, of these bacteria at bay. They keep this bacteria um, in the large intestine. But as our stomach acids start to decrease, I'm going to get in a second if you're saying, but hey, I have high stomach acids. We'll get to that in a sec. So let's say just for now, you have low stomach acids. And what happens is those bacteria in your large intestine that are there, they're doing their job. They're this army that is in the right spot. They're doing what they're supposed to do. This army starts creeping into your small intestine where they're not supposed to be. And you start getting this dysbiosis, this like, it's just not a healthy environment for them to be in. So think of it like, think of it like water. We have like, let's take a river that is a clean river. Everything's running, everything's working. The fish are healthy. The plant life is healthy. Everything's working the way it's supposed to. That's where we have all the good bacteria in there. That's where we have like the acids and the digestive enzymes and everything's working the way that it's supposed to, to keep it clean, to break down the food, to get all the nutrients out to your body. But when something starts going off in there, when, when you start getting overrun with algae in that water um, and it can't filter and clean, then it starts to take too much oxygen and stuff away from oxygen for the fish or, um, and, and just different things start happening in that water. The water starts getting murky. The fish can't survive as well. Um, and it's not as clean of water and the plants aren't as healthy. And it just becomes this whole, like a dysbiosis in that water. Well, that's what happens in your gut as well. And when this happens, then you're not able to break down the food as well. You're not able to absorb the nutrients as well. And parasites and bacteria can start coming in more because you don't have the right bacteria in the right places to fight that fight. And so we start getting this heartburn feeling. Now, this indigestion and heartburn, I'm going to ask you for anybody that's listening that says, hey, but I have high stomach acids. I take antacids all the time. I'm on a proton pump inhibitor that my doctor gave me. And the question I'm going to ask you is first, did you check to see if you had high stomach acids or low stomach acids? Because, and did your doctor? Quite often a doctor will just go by your symptoms, which the symptoms of high and low are the same. When you have low stomach acids, you get this buildup of bacteria that when you bend over or when you're eating things, it starts to come up your esophagus and gives this like, Ugh, feeling coming up, this indigestion, heartburn feeling, the same as acids would. So I would highly recommend, I know I've been doing this since 2018 and not one that we've tested, not one person has ever tested high. Now, if you want to do a test, um, if you have not been taking proton pump inhibitors or N acids, you cannot do this test if you've been taking them because it's already will, um, it, it, it can hurt. So I wouldn't do it, but it's a very simple test. Just go and Google baking soda challenge, baking soda burp test or baking soda stomach acid challenge. Just Google it and it will pop up. But again, if you're taking long-term um, acids or you're taking proton pump inhibitors, don't. I will say that every single person that we have had do this test, not one, not one has ever tested high, even when they thought they had high stomach acids. And so once we start going in, well, first off, 
what we need to do is we need to start decreasing that nerve. Sensing a common theme here from past episodes, we need to go in and start getting that, that nerve to calm down. So we go in and start using our tools and strategies in order to calm down that stress nerve so that it's not overpowered by the resting nerve, so that it stops kicking you into a stress state as often, and it stops decreasing your abilities to produce natural stomach acids and to keep at bay all of the bacteria that's going on. Then we start working on getting some of your stomach acids back up. And then that's where I would get a practitioner to be coming in and um, possibly doing some testing if the first two strategies didn't ease your gut issues. I've had some that we've worked with where that's all we had to do was stop shutting down their gut, getting that nervous system realigned and just getting the acids back up. And they were good. Not all. Some of them do need to start diving into some other testing, which is where I get a practitioner in the group program I had. We had a practitioner in the program that did this testing and they would go and test and see what bacteria, what parasites are going on in your gut and start um, getting them calmed down, treated down, start healing the gut a little bit more and make sure that everything's working well. Now, here's the thing. If you're not going to work on this nervous system, then you could be working with a practitioner, which you may be. You may be listening to this and go, but I've been working with a practitioner on my gut and we keep making steps forward and then we keep hitting walls. Well, if your nervous system is constantly kicking in, then you're constantly going to be taxing or slowing down your digestive system, which means all the work that this gut practitioner is doing with you, a holistic practitioner, has been doing to heal your gut and get everything working um, just keeps the army keeps going and fighting against it. So once we stop putting up that fight with our digestive system, that's when a practitioner can start making headway. Now here's something really fascinating to know as well is that 90% of your serotonin is released in your gut now or produced and released in your gut. Serotonin is your happy, I feel good, I'm calm, I'm ready, I'm engaged hormone. It is the hormone that um, in any anxiety meds and antidepressants, that's the synthetic um, drug is a synthetic serotonin is what is in an anxiety and depressant pill. Through working with responders and working with a practitioner, um, we have had through healing guts, getting nervous system going, getting sleep back on track. So, and dealing with the stressors that were in their life. We've been able to get the majority, I think there's only one or two that still have yet to come off of their anti-anxiety or antidepressant meds. Now they do have a place for those who are suicidal, for those who are in such an anxiety state or such a depression. It is really hard for us to start going in, for me to go in and start working with somebody to get their nervous system back kicking in and get things going when you are so depressed when you are in such an anxiety heightened stressed nerve sense that you may even be at the point of contemplating suicide. That is where I am. So hundred percent down for you taking these prescriptions. What we do then is we, that gives you relief in order for us to then start doing the work to start fixing the problem that caused that to be that way in the first place so that you can get off of those medications. So there's a time and a place for them. 
but knowing that 90% of your serotonin is released through your gut. If you're having any indigestion, any heartburn, any bloating, (coughs) any bloating, any heartburn, any indigestion, constipation, diarrhea, know that your, your ability to be producing and releasing the serotonin is not possible at the, at, at the 90% rate that your body requires. So it makes sense then that you may also be feeling this anxiety, this um, depression, and just know that it's not your fault. And now you do understand more of what's going on. And now we can take the steps to start to stop getting you to always be in that stressed state to start getting your gut healed, to work on that sleep, to get all the hormones as well. There's 50 hormones that your stress stress system is in charge of. And a lot of those are released through your gut. So when your gut isn't working the way it's supposed to, it can't release all of these hormones to your body either. As well, you struggle to absorb nutrients. You break down meat. Like if you can't digest meat, you can't break it down. Then then it's really, really important. You're like you're not able to get all that protein into your body. And we need that. The amino acids, the protein, all of the good vitamins and minerals that come from that, you can't absorb. And you start becoming nutrient deficient, which then also means you're not supporting and giving your stress system all the vitamins and minerals it requires. And it starts getting taxed even more. And it becomes this whole vicious cycle and your energy can't get up and you start getting health issues because of this. It becomes this whole revolving circle. So If you have indigestion, heartburn, bloating, gas, even occasionally, diarrhea, constipation, IBS, Crohn's, if you have any of these things that are occurring with you on a regular or a non-regular basis, then that is telling us that stress has started to already affect your gut. And the sooner that you start taking control of that, the better. And That way you're going to mitigate and head off even getting into a full deep burnout, unless you already are in that full deep burnout and making sure that your stress system does stay strong, that your gut does stay strong, that you are absorbing the vitamins and minerals and nutrients that your body needs to stay strong, keep you healthy, keep you going so that you can continue to do what you love to do each and every day. All right. Any of you has questions, email me, Andy, A-N-D-I at 911lifestyle.com. My email is below in the show notes. If you want to work with me, if you want to get started on this, book a call, an introductory call. It's just a quick 15-minute call for us to just figure out if we would be a good fit with one another. If so, then the next step is for me to build book a, a free session with you where we can really dive into what's been going on with you, where you're at, and really see about setting up a plan and see how that goes. And if it does work with you from this coaching session, If some of the strategies that we lay out you like, then we can start setting up to work with one another. It's pretty simple. I have a couple of spots free at the moment. Ooh, I'm recording this ahead of time. I, at the moment, I just recorded four or five. I'm recording this almost two months in advance. So I may not even have spots available. I may be having a wait list. So check and see where we're at. I do only have two spots. My other spots have filled up quickly. So if you want, book the 15 minute, go in. If you think that I might even have a wait list, check in because 
it depends on how clients are, are, are going through my program as well, how long they need. If somebody's not in deep burnout, they don't need to be with me that long. If they're in deep burnout, then we are with each other longer. So I don't keep somebody longer than they need to be with me. So check and see, book a 15 minute session with me. Definitely like, and subscribe this podcast so that others can see it, share it with your friends, go onto my social media links and share some of the posts. I am grateful for us. The more that we can um, educate about burnout so that maybe they can stop it before they get too deep or before they even get there would be absolutely amazing. All right. So go to the show notes, click on the links, and I will see you in the next episode.